Hey Baker, welcome to Business is Sweet. It's easy to fall in love with the sweet art of baking. It's a bit harder to take the right steps to create a successful business around your baking. But the business side of baking is also pretty sweet. I believe that you can be paid well for your creativity, build a successful baking business from home, and enjoy the work you get to do. And in fact, I don't just believe it, I know it because I've done it. I'm your host, Brett, a self-taught home-based baker myself who's built a thriving business making a full-time income as a wedding cake designer, all from home while raising my two little kiddos. And I'm here to show you how to do it too. Welcome to the show. to apologize right in advance because my little one's waking up from his nap so if you hear any random screeches in the background that's him but I want to take a second to introduce our guest today she is fabulous I had a great conversation with Kayla from Almonds and Apricots and we talked about the fun it is to start a baking business and then start over because we are both in the same boat starting in a new city building a business from scratch And I just love, love, love Kayla, her energy, her mindset, her motivation, and how she just went for it is such an inspiration to all of us bakers, and there's so much for us to learn from her. Kayla is a published cake designer, dessert photographer, cake business helper extraordinaire. She built her successful home-based cake business in her hometown in less than a year and consistently booked dozens of wedding cakes per quarter after that. After moving to a new state last year, she's currently starting over, like I said, just like me, and she's starting this kind of new phase in her business where she's helping others and sharing her knowledge, and one of the ways she's doing that is through her new ebook, Cultivating Your Home-Based Cake Business, a comprehensive guide for beginners. You guys, I got to read through this, and if I had had this when I started, I would it would have been my Bible. <laughs> like I would have eaten it up and read it every day and like followed it word for word. She has so much to share. So make sure you check out her website, almondsandapricots.com, where you can find recipes and you can also buy her new ebook there. And it comes with all these wonderful templates. It's like she gets all the work done for you, so you're ready to just roll. And that came out yesterday, so it's available. I'm going to put the link in the show notes below, but listen into our conversation and I hope you enjoy. Hey, Kayla, how are you doing? Hi, Brett. I'm so happy to be here. I'm doing great. How are you? It's so good to see you. I am doing awesome. Um, We were just talking about how we've known each other since like the beginning of both of our cake journeys, (laughs) which has been like years. Yes since we both started and we we were some of the first people to follow each other. We loved each other's styles, connected. And now after three years, we're both doing something crazy. We both moved and we're starting over and it was nuts because I never thought I just took me aback when I realized that somebody else was going through the same thing. I was moving to a new city, starting a baking business from scratch. And you were like, girl, me too. And (laughs) So we were like, we got to talk about this. We've got to like figure out what we're doing. And then you're like, um, I don't want to have a podcast. And I'm like, great, let's chat. <laughs> right? Let's just share this with the whole world while we're at it. Like, no big deal. 
because I've been telling everyone here on Business is Sweet how about my journey of starting over, I've been keeping them updated. And so it's going to be really fun to hear what you're doing to start over because you're amazing. Your cakes are fantastic. You've done so much. Like even if you weren't starting over, you still have so much wealth of knowledge to share with everybody. And so I want all these bakers to get to know you just a little bit. Um, you got to tell us a little bit about how you started, um, where you were at with your business, what you were doing, um, what you've kind of accomplished. And now it's like, bam, square one. <laughs> oh, you, so tell us a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, you phrase it so perfectly. It's like you, you have a whole journey and then bam, square one, literally. So, um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a little bit about my journey leading up to this point, um, I started home baking in 2019. Um, it started literally just as a New Year's resolution to be a better baker because I oh, wow. was just a horrible baker, could not keep things <laughs> together. I would just make a total mess in my kitchen every single time. Um, my daughter's um, birthday was coming up and I was like, I just want to make her a birthday cake this year, but I would need to learn how to bake oh. to do that. And so that little sentiment, um, I just quickly found a passion. Once I figured out that not only can you bake a cake, but you can make it pretty, that was the end of it. I was like, oh, I'm sold. I'm here. I could, you know, um, I considered myself an artist ever before making, um, before cake artistry found me. I would do, um, murals and window art for the holidays no way yes. I had no idea how did you get into that you just like yes just like art did you go to school for that or anything so I mean I've just always had an artistic inclination like I would do um, oil huh. painting and um, just different mediums I would play around with it in high school and um, throughout college I took some art classes and things but never really seriously Gosh. and uh, a friend of mine asked me to paint she owned a store and a child store she asked me to paint like this whole Disney scape thing for her and I was like yeah I'd love to and so I did and that just kind of rolled into businesses needing like Christmas windows you know on the outside of their business oh I would paint windows. and then um yeah a little sentiment of just being a better baker turned into like whoa I can make art on cake like and I don't have to keep the canvases like stowed away in my closet like <laughs> they're not going to collect dust people can eat them and <laughs> I can get them out of the house right because I think that like as any kind of artist who does like physical art um can attach oh, to yeah. trying to like get rid of the art right like how do you sell it what do you um, do my husband's an illustrator, and so I understand that perfectly. There's, like, drawers and drawers of paper and drawings and paintings, and I'm like, I'm not going to hang this up in the house. Like, this, it's not really the aesthetic. <laughs> and I'm like, are we keeping this? Yeah. Should this, like, should we hang on to this? I'm not sure. Did you Oh my gosh, I totally understand that life. <laughs> yeah, and I just, you know, would do it for fun and Anyway, so I started baking cakes and I would take them to church. I would take them to um, parties. Um, I would take them to game nights, just fun things. And then I just learned quickly that I was like, wow, I have a really, I'm really inept for this. Like I have a, a pretty decent talent for this. I could probably start selling these. Um, it's like an understatement. You have an incredible well, talent for them. Your cakes are incredible. You are so kind. I mean, as do you. I mean, you are, like I said, we've been on a parallel journey. 
It's true. It's so true. Years, but so I started selling them, and by June of that year, um, so my New Year's resolution by June of that year, I was making wedding cakes. Um, so when I tell you this journey just kind of turned into a runaway train immediately, it turned into a runaway train immediately. Um, I think the first year I, I ended up doing like three or four wedding cakes that year and tons wow. and tons of birthday cakes. It just really took off. And I was just like, what is going on? And my husband, how do you think it took off? I'm curious. Like, what, was there something you did? Can you trace it back to something? I mean, a your product is amazing. Thank you. No, so when I think about that first year, um, a few things do come to mind. I think that there in my area there was a need for a buttercream cake artist. I think that um, there was a desire for gourmet style cakes. Um, so not just vanilla and, and vanilla frosting, right? Like I made it a point yeah. when I first started, I was like, I want to make delicious cakes, right? Like I want to be a better baker. That That's how it started. Mm-hmm. So I really focused on the baking part of it, like pairing delicious, like fantastical flavors and things that people had never tried. And were like, I want to try that. Like, What's an orange creamsicle? What's, you know, whatever. And, oh my gosh. Um, so I think that the um, unique flavor pairings and the fun way that I shared things on social media and also word of mouth. So, I mean, you only need to bring one delicious cake to a gathering for people <laughs> for it to be a wildfire. And I'm, I, I say that with like the most sincerity is people all the time are like, how did you start? How did you start? What, you know? And it's like, you need to bring one delicious cake somewhere. <laughs> just bring it somewhere and leave just it. Just do one. Yeah. And put some Let it speak for itself. And it will speak for itself. <laughs> um, but so between the gap in the market, um, a need for delicious bakery style cakes, mm-hmm. um, unique flavors, and um, my willingness to say yes, at the time, mm. to everything, <laughs> um, I would say certainly helped me um, not only discover the types of cakes I like to create, but discover like what people needed and wanted and um, just kind of listening and absorbing as well. So like when people would tell me, mm. I, my grandma used to make this kind of cake and I can't find it anywhere. I'd be like, sure, I'll make it. And, oh my gosh. you know, and so anyway, I think that a willingness to kind of listen to people and say yes to everything yeah. at first. <laughs> and um, then narrow and down. Then down. <laughs> um, That's so great. And you, it took off that first year, you blew it out of the water. It was crazy. Um, my husband and I, uh, like looked at each other and we're like, what is going on? Um, and then that next year, so, um, I, that, that early that next year, I participated in the bridal fair, uh, in the local bridal fair and, um, did some searching online about like what, what you need for a bridal fair? Like what do people do for a bridal <laughs> fair? Um, I ended up 
getting, oh, oh, I should mention too, in that first year, within six months, I got a business license. I got my LLC. Mm-hmm. I decided like, I'm just going to do this right um, because I was bringing in a lot of money and I didn't know what to do with it. And I also, <laughs> you know, you just like don't know as a first yes. time home baker. And- all the bakers go through that. It is one of the, it's like the background running in your head, like, am I going to get in trouble? Am I going to get turned in? Am I going to get shut down? And it just kind of runs and runs and runs, but like, you never know what to do until you just start taking those steps forward. So that's so good that you were able to figure that out. And I'm sure it was a whole thing in and of itself, but (laughs) got it checked off. And I felt like once I was able to, you know, get the branding, do the logo, get the cards, Mm. you know, I felt much better about accepting opportunities like going to bridal fairs and um, putting my cakes out online, right? Because I didn't Mm. want to Mm -hmm. start putting things out online um, with no cottage food, with no, you know, business license. I just didn't want to cause any problems, especially since it started out of like accident. Like it just was an accident. The whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) I totally like you say parallel again and again and again. That is our literally, literally our stories are like the same. I'm like, I took my website down because all of a sudden I was like, oh, I need a license. And I freaked out and I shut it down until I could figure it out. Like, yeah, it's it's scary. But you, it's like you, you figure it out through the process oh. of just going, you know. Yeah. You, you just keep going and you figure it out while you go yeah. is my advice. Yeah. So you get all that checked off. You go to your bridal fair. Yeah, and, and then what happened? So that year, uh, my first year, I ended up booking 25 wedding cakes that year. which was just absolutely mind-blowing. I was the only cake artist at that bridal fair. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So it was was just you. It was just me. Um, A lot of the other, you know, home bakers and um, um, people in my area that were doing that, it was all just kind of word of mouth. They were casually doing it. Mm -hmm. I don't think that anybody in my area was as serious and like forth, like forthright as I was. And I just yeah, yeah. I think when I got it in my brain, I'm like, oh, I can do this. Like, wow, like I shouldn't be scared what people think of me. I shouldn't be scared starting something new. Like I, I'm capable of this. And so then I started after the bridal fair, I was like, okay, now I need like a booking system. I was like scribbling down names in my, in my calendar and like taking, like giving, um, business cards and trying to be professional and I had little samples and I was just a mess. I was a total mess <laughs> um, that first bridal fair. I hadn't been doing, I hadn't even been baking for more than a year. Like I hadn't even been baking for more than a year and trying to be professional and run this little business. And um, then I decided, I discovered that through booking everything, it would be best to sit down for in-person consultations for wedding for the wedding mm. cakes. Be mostly mm-hmm. for my need to not get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's so true though. I was just having that like communication right there, that moment is so critical. Yes. It's so and good. I was like, I need to make sure that I'm not going to get this wrong. I need every detail, more details than they want to give me. I want every single detail about every single thing, uh, just for my um, 
for myself because I was so scared of getting anything wrong. Uh, so yeah, that um, I started doing in-person consultations, um, seeing what information I needed from the brides, what information they needed from me. And after trial and error, I kind of got a really good system of like, bang, bang, bang. This is what I need. This is what I offer. This is, mm-hmm. What do you want? What do you need? And I kind of went from, ah, to I'm going to tell you what the trends are. I'm going to be the professional yeah. in the field. I'm going to tell you what I think would be best for this, this or this. Because um, nine times out of 10, um, brides come in and they're like, well, I don't, what do you, you know, I don't know. And um, I was able to kind of step in and say, well, this is what's trending on Instagram. This is what's going on online. This is what I um, am seeing a lot of. And with your guest size, blah, blah, blah. And I was able to really take that role of with confidence in myself to say, I can actually help these brides. Like I can actually be that, um, be that professional, the most professional version of myself. And I think once the organization and the confidence kind of finally found each other. I was able to really um, take that next step in the professional, in the professional side of things. So, and that also gave my bride so much more confidence in me um, when they Mm -hmm. would tell other people about their experience with me Um, the word of mouth really just supported me and lifted me up, you know, for, for, yes, for those years. So I I always tell people, if you want to stand out as a home baker, be professional, be the expert. If you want people to pay your high prices, show them that you know what you're doing. And that comes back to a lot of the times, just the communication and Mm -hmm. the confidence. It's like the difference of someone texting and saying like, Hey, can I order a cake? And you saying like, Oh, sure. Um, what flavor do you want? Oh, I want this flavor. Okay. Um, I'm not really doing that. And like, or just saying like, Oh yeah, here's my menu. When you're ready to order, this is the spot. I would love to help you. Like just that subtle switch. And like, I know what I'm doing. Let me guide you through this process versus like flying by the seat of the pants and the customer doesn't know what they're doing either. And it becomes this crazy like jumbled mess also the Um, so I love that I love that yeah the communication I also found was getting lost because there would be these Mm. long threads of communication there'd be back and forth switching this so I think streamlining it obviously streamlining it is always the best way to go but like Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. this is what I offer these are the best pairings um this is the most popular this is you know, telling them um, and helping them and obviously leaving room for for small customizations and things to make that customer feel special is also really yes. important because when you kind of show yes. up and you're like, these are my da 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 and they're like, well, I would really love my grandma's da 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 and you say, you know what, I would love to do that for you. Like I would love to make your day even more special and just those small little um customizations and customer service just goes such a long way. So 
It totally does. And when you run your own business, you get to do those things and you get to. You have to like, that's the whole point. Like, and it becomes fun. Like it becomes serving those people and and they help you. And it's this like symbiotic relationship. You're giving your energy and they're putting energy to help Mm -hmm. you grow. It's so, so good. And so you, you like, right. You just come out of the, I can't think of the phrase. It's like when the, the horses gate. come out of the stall, out of the-, out of the gates. Yeah. You come out of the gates, you're running and like, it's just kind of hitting you and you're figuring out as you go. And then suddenly you're like the wedding cake designer of your town. You've booked 25 cakes. You're growing like crazy, crazy, crazy. And then you've built this whole empire and then you move. Oh, the heart. <laughs> and tell oh. us how that happened and what's gone through your head because you're in you're two states away now you moved from Nevada to Idaho yes yes so um all throughout this entire journey um I had invested in like a commercial freezer extra an oh extra gosh. fridge and freezer like I had I went from like nothing to investing everything into this business. And, um, my husband would help me deliver cakes every single weekend. I mean, we went from like, and truly like, this was not just a me thing. Like I do not, like, I do not give my husband enough grace and love and just admiration oh, for all so of the work and help that he put in on the weekends to help me. And also my daughter, yes. like she just came along for the ride. And, um, <laughs> so Essentially, early last year, I was projected to do the biggest year yet. I had, um, by February, I had almost 40 wedding cakes booked, like on my books for the year, which was just insane. I mean, I was just... That's like a dream. It was nuts. And (sighs) I was... I was still like, oh, I'm going to book more, you know, but I was, I was, I was like at my, I was already at my like limit, but I was, cause you're it's like more than one a week at that point in February. Like, yeah. And, and I mean, wedding season isn't all here either. So I would be delivering three mm-hmm. or four wedding cakes per weekend. Oh my gosh. Crazy. I had brides scheduling their drop-off time because I'm like, I've got several wow. cakes. You've got to pick a slot for drop-off because I, you know, and I have to schedule that. Um, so it was crazy. Um, and, but on the back end of it, you know, my husband and I, we were just praying for a new chapter, a new change, um, Mm -hmm. his work, he's a mining engineer and um, he just is so good at what he does. And he has so much to offer the world truly. And so um, Mm -hmm. just where he was working at the time, we felt that that chapter was just ready to to start closing and to find bigger and better things. And so um, he did. And that prayer was answered. And we were able to, um, this this amazing job opportunity just dropped in his lap, like everything he could have ever dreamed of, everything that our family had been just like hoping and praying for. Uh, just happened and I, I really I tell him like you manifested it like that is real like you manifest <laughs> anything that you want in this life um I have a business coach I gotta I gotta snag onto that thought sorry to interrupt you I have a business coach and she talks about manifesting and she's she's this awesome Jewish lady her name's Kathy Heller and she talks about how it's not manifesting. It's the law of receiving and she changes it. And I love this subtle change because 
she says it's about opening yourself up to receive she's like god is there loving you wanting to give you so much and ready to give you the next step and you just have to tune your receiver and be ready to accept that what he's ready to give you and i love that and that sounds like that's exactly what you guys did you were like you got the download you got the message like okay we're ready we're here we're listening and then bam like he was able to give you that next step and it it gives me chills that's so amazing how that works yes and in our dream location I mean like three years prior to that my husband and I like were talking one night like where would you want to live because I mean we came from a very rural town like um Mm -hmm. where we were at in Nevada very rural um but it's a mining town so lots of weddings lots of things happening there um not a ton of um niche talent in that in the cake pool so that's Mm -hmm. a huge reason Mm -hmm. again why I just feel like that kind of exploded. But um, it was just crazy that we had talked about Coeur d'Alene, Idaho with the lake and the trees and just this beautiful area three years prior to this. And sure enough, the job was like, oh, and it's in the office in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. And we're like, what? Oh my gosh. Like crazy. You could, it's like, I feel like you almost couldn't even dream that into like the perfect job in the perfect place. I told my husband, I was talking to you and I was like, oh, they moved to Coeur d'Alene and he goes, oh, can we, you need to do a business trip up to meet Ms. Kayla because that's where I want to go. I want to go see Coeur d'Alene. <laughs> yeah, please do. I would love that. Absolutely yes. love that. Um, yes, yes. Yeah. So it was just truly ironic. And I want, I don't, Nothing is ironic. Nothing is like, it was just truly serendipitous, Mm. I should say, Um, (laughs) that this incredible opportunity for our family, the amenities here, again, living in a rural area, there was just no amenities for my daughter, uh, no amenities for our family. And it just was really hard to be a family unit in a place that doesn't really support a family unit, right? So Mm -hmm. long story short, we ended up accepting this offer and, um, then the panic starts to set in. Okay. All of a sudden, oh, oh, oh I've got 40 wedding cakes. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> uh, and now what? And I had just done back to back. I would rent out this beautiful office space at um, the golf course where wow. I would host my wedding cake consultations. So I would, inv- I, you know, I, ha- I, ha- I hosted back to back wedding cake consultations for weeks. Um, to book oh anyway, you know, because not everybody books either. So I probably had mm-hmm. f- over 50, maybe consultations, you know, holy crap, and Kayla, not everybody books. So you just, you know, you got to schedule it though. It's still time and part of your business to do that. So mm-hmm. I, you know, booked out this beautiful, um, office space at our golf course and I would host these consultations. So I was working my little tail off for the last gosh, couple months before we really officially got the news in March. And I was like, oh no. And I just started to panic um, because not only would I have to refund everybody, which is fine, like, you know, that's okay. Mm -hmm. But I would be letting people down and Mm. giving hard news and giving disappointing news and just... You know, it's bigger than yeah. just um, 
uh, I get a little teary eyed thinking about it because some of these brides had booked years in advance. Some of them had messaged me when I first started. They're like, when I'm ready to get married, I'm going to, you know, and, and just friends of mine. And so I started to panic. And at one point I told Joey, I'm like, I'm staying in the house. I'm making these cakes all year. (laughs) You moved to Idaho. I'll be here. (laughs) And um, obviously that wasn't what God had for us. He was like, no, you guys are all moving. And, um, (laughs) And also the market was at the peak of like housing market. So to sell our house, um, at the top of that was also a huge blessing. Um, our house sold within one day, like everything lined up how it was supposed to happen. But, you know, I made those hard phone calls. I sent the most loving email I could conjure up to these brides and, um, gracefully accepted this new chapter through lots of tears, Mm. lots of, you know, um, just worry and hoping that that would also be accepted with grace and love on their end. And I'm happy to say it was, um, there was a couple of them that were deeply disappointed, like to the point where I'm like, Oh man, you know? Um, but it also allowed me to include other bakers in my area, um, give them the opportunity to, Mm -hmm take on some of these projects. So I was able to help my brides by kind of reaching out to other bakers and doing kind of like a um, group effort. (laughs) (laughs) Pass along some of these, because I mean, they had went through a whole booking process with me. And so um, I was able to easily pass off some of these booking things to other bakers in my area, which I felt really good about, you know, like, Hey, I did all the work. I did all the back end make cake for them and have fun. You know, like, um, (laughs) no, I bet they were so grateful too. I bet that really like became a step in their journey that they were able to take on some of those new clients. So I hope so. And, um, yeah, you know, I was kind of following some of my brides and how they all had gorgeous weddings. I mean, my heart was like, little for me. But yeah, I'm like, like, you know, I'm feeling it. I feel the tears. I feel the emotion of this journey. Uh, that is just a roller coaster of the high and then the low and then the high. And yes, truly. Um, and at the time, so at the time, I, you know, knew I obviously needed to shift my focus. I took on um, a really fun job with American Cake Decorating Magazine. and Yes, which is the coolest. It was so fun. It's like- and I still contributed and stuff. But for that sum- this last summer, I just did that. Um, we ended up going to Miami to, um, oh my gosh. The, to um, SoFlo Cake Event. SoFlo, yes. And- oh, how was it? Oh, incredible. Just part of the journey. I was like in the middle of moving. And, and everything but I'm like let's go to Miami and you know and um I met <laughs> like amazing. cake idols there um Yolanda Gamp um oh my god show I, I met like all the gals that like are just you know that you look up to and um all of them are so sweet in person truly it must be all the sugar because they are also sweet <laughs> And um, it's a requirement of baking. You have to be as sweet as all the sugar that you use. No. 
funny. So I decided that I would just take the summer off and Mm -hmm. allow our first summer free of any like restrictions because I mean as you know like every single weekend is booked when you're a cake designer like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you have maybe a Wednesday evening if you're lucky like (laughs) so well and now you find yourself in this new town and I just did the same thing where I moved and I realized like I thought you know six weeks and we'll we'll be done like we'll, we'll unpack we'll be settled but it was months of like kind of mourning for our old place even though we were in a much better home like we bought our first house and that was really exciting um but it was like yeah thank you it was huge because my baking is what helped us do that because I had made income and saved it and also because I'd paid taxes it allowed us to qualify for more like we we doubled what we were able to qualify for because I consistently paid taxes which was really cool um so all of that was cool but it like you have to give yourself space Ooh. to adjust and to live life because that's why you run your baking business is to enjoy your creativity, to enjoy the freedom, to enjoy that control. Ooh. And when you lose those things and running your business, it's like, wait a second, wait a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We were trying to get here and now we're just running in circles right here. And yeah. and you, you kind of miss the point, you miss the mark. And so I think that is so good that you were able to take that time off yes. and settle in yeah. and just like it was kind of soak in. The biggest gift to give myself from also mourning the loss of that, yeah. of what could have been with all those cakes. I had, you know, conceptualized all of these designs you know, in my head and also just like giving myself space to like mourn that loss, but also welcome new things with open arms. Um, Mm -hmm. And it just felt like because I had that attitude, so many positive experiences came from that. Um, A friend of mine invited me to Europe for a couple weeks. She's like a selling travel agent and she got this free trip and it happened to be on my birthday and she's oh like, come gosh. with me. And I'm like, what? It's just, it was, You've got the right friends. <laughs> well, it's just crazy. She, you know, and she's just such a dear friend of mine. But um, it was like that mindset of receiving. Like you said, like, okay, yeah. this isn't for me. So what is for me? I am open to whatever is supposed to be mine. Mm-hmm. I don't want mm-hmm. what's supposed to be somebody else's. I don't want anything other than like what is supposed to be mine. And so um, taking the summer off, accepting all of those fun opportunities, you know, exploring our new area was just magical, truly magical. Mm-hmm. Um, and so towards the end of the year in December, um, November, December, um, I quickly started to realize I'm like, oh, no, I'm not preparing for a wedding season in January. What am I going to do? <laughs> You know, I think that it didn't hit me until the end of this last year in 2022, where I'm like, oh, no, now what? Um, So to kind of back up a little bit, I ended up starting my dessert blog in the midst of all of the cake chaos. Um, Yes. Yeah. So I just had a desire to photograph food and make delicious recipes and share recipes. Um, people would always ask me, like my um, customers would be like, 
can, how do you like, do you make cookies? Do you, you know, what, all these things. And because I was so niched down at that point, I'm like, I don't like, I certainly can share some recipes and you could totally go like, hmm. get those recipes and make them anytime. So again, because I just wanted to serve my people and I just wanted to, you know, um, serve them even when I couldn't serve them. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's perfect because now it's like they're connected to you in two ways. They're like, all right, I get my cake from Kayla and then I make her cookie recipe and... And that was a smart way to do it. Yeah, creating those relationships with your clients, highly recommend um, because they will be the people that like die on the hill for you and leave you the best reviews and um, excitedly talk about you behind your back. Like those are the people that are going <laughs> to yeah. the good things and, and um, recommend you all over the place. But in the chaos, I started this baking blog and I started to work with brands Um and do kind of some collaborations with brands. And um, that was so fun. I found like a new passion for that over the last year. And so I thought, well, I still have that. (laughs) (laughs) I have all of the knowledge that just kind of accidentally, that I accidentally gained over the course of my baking business. And I still have my baking blog. So now what? That's the question. Now what? We're in 2023, Kayla. What what are you thinking? Because we've talked and we're both like itching to kind of get back into the kitchen and to do our thing. Because I've I've been just teaching and coaching and kind of getting used to this new place and I'm ready to go. And where are you at now? What what are you doing? Um good question. Please like tell us your next 10 step plan. Exactly what, no. (laughs) But you're feeling like you're ready to do this again. So there are some good things and some hurdles Um, with any Mm. new thing. You're going to have anytime you make a business plan or prepare for a new year or a new quarter, um, there are going to be some some hurdles and some things to to, um, fall back on. So let's start with, maybe the hurdles, um, because those are always fun. So my biggest hurdle is when we moved here to Coeur d'Alene, um, we were able to get into a beautiful apartment. I love it. Like we love living in an apartment, mm. the apartment life for my daughter with the pool and the amenities. So fun. Oh yeah. But with apartment life, um, comes minimal space. Mm. I no longer have my, um, industrial freezer. I no longer have my extra fridge space, um, which is hard because one of my biggest things that I just, that creeped me out at the very beginning was keeping somebody's like cake order with my like food in my fridge. Oh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. for some reason that just freaked me out. I was like, I don't know. Like there's raw chicken in there. Like, I don't know. I need to get right. in the fridge. Like, I don't, you know, so I never kept my cake business stuff anywhere near my personal stuff. Like other than like my pantry stuff, like that's why I never did allergy friendly stuff. Cause I'm like, yo, like my flowers, and my peanut butter, I got almonds. I can't. Yeah. So I made, you know, a hard boundary around that. But I remember when I first started, we were in a student dorm. We were married, Mm -hmm. but it was like this tiny little student apartment we were in um, that didn't have a dishwasher Mm -hmm. and like was from the 50s. 
And I just wouldn't go grocery shopping. We would just have an empty fridge for a week. And my mother-in-law would come over and be like, uh, do you guys need food? And I'm like, no, 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 we're, we're fine. I just can't go until after my cake tomorrow. Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll have to, maybe I'll have to bounce some ideas off you, Brett. Cause that's the biggest hurdle for me, um, thus far, um, building huge, you know, three, four tier, uh, 70 pound oh cakes are need a fridge for that. Yeah. Um, and so that's a huge hurdle that I'm, you know, working through right now. Um, I do have some potential things that we can circle back to, to kind of help or maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I have some good things, right? So that's the biggest hurdle for me. Um, kind of mm. coming into this year, considering selling cakes again. Um, you so graciously found out that Idaho is like the yeehaw state. There's no like crazy, yeah. like, <laughs> there's no crazy. There's no restrictions here. Like, do whatever you want. Don't kill anyone. Like, <laughs> it's it's funny and it's like i i know like bakers in new york are probably so jealous because restrictions are a little more heavy in new york and i've been talking to a lot of them there about how to fix it but it's cool because cottage food law like it changes i've had fun researching and learning about it like new jersey just got new cottage food law last year and all the bakers came out of hiding and so you're so lucky in so many ways to have a state that's like very lax on but yeah scary it's like most food poisoning happens in your own home and so when people aren't educated in food safety and handling it's like oh there should probably be something yeah so again kind of training we, my husband and I have quickly started calling this the Yeehaw State because uh, it's just the yes. Wild West out here. <laughs> wild West. Where's Nevada? Yeehaw Idaho. Yeah. Uh, Nevada was quite different. I had to go into the doctor's oh office and like send her a detailed word doc of every single yes. recipe and every ingredient in that recipe. Um, that's how Utah is. I did that too. Crazy. Mm-hmm. And anytime I would add a recipe just to bake by the rules, as you know, you have to yep, yep. send it in. Um, and at one point, which is like less scary than it sounds. It's like, once you get yeah. used to it, it's okay. Yeah. But with anything, yeah. you know, once you understand what's needed, you can, you know, abide by those regulations and do that. So, um, Anyway, so to, you know, move here and have all the freedom to do that, but have some space, space restrictions now. I'm like, ah! <laughs> um, okay, so as far as baking business goes, I am considering it. I am just itching to get back into making wedding cakes. Um, I've joined some incredible local groups on Facebook. Um, local photographers, vendors, things like that. That's the easiest way to reach out, to start, just to get back into it is reaching Networking, yeah, Yeah. connecting. Sending sending your portfolio, sending, you know, um, things out. And usually people are so willing and welcoming to you um, Mm -hmm. when you take those first steps. So that is certainly a possibility. Um, the other side of it is I've really enjoyed working with brands and I, you know, have made great, a great living doing that, kind of filling that gap for them. Like they need recipes or photos or whatever, um, kind of. What brands have you worked for, Kayla? Yeah. So I have worked with, um, brands like Domino Sugar, Flavorite, 
Loran Oils is a huge um, brand that I'm really oh, wow. close with. Love them. Um, I worked with um, other brands that I wasn't like um, sure about. Like I worked with um, Bombay Sapphire, which is a which is a an alcohol company. Um, they reached oh. out to me and they're like, "Hey, can you?" And I'm like, "Sure." I mean, I make cookies and cakes, but like, sure, like I can make a cocktail and um, work with them. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've worked with lots of brands, um, in that capacity, which is, which is always fun and, um, a great way to supplement your income. Mm. And, uh, so yeah, I have that to fall back on and, um, I really do enjoy doing that. And then I have, um, so again, so I had my, my website, I had all this knowledge of like what I had learned and um, the possibility of starting a new business here. And so last year in December, like a couple months ago, I was like, you know what, Kayla, you need to just get out all of the things you learned and hopefully help somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so I sat down and I hammered out um, my ebook, which is coming out in February. Oh my gosh, congratulations. Thank you. So I felt like kind of like a brain dump. I was like, I need to just get all this out. Mm. Um, Because as you know, you're an educator and you know, you help bakers all the time. These things can be scary at first. And Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's almost like, what if I were to go back to my little scared self at that wedding cake um, or wedding event and just like hold her hand and tell her it's going to be okay. There are some simple things to do and you'll be on your way. So I treated this ebook and accompanying templates and things as if I were going to a new baker and like holding their hands and showing them, you know, just the simple steps to get started. Um, I've included lots of templates for receipts and thank you cards and um cake slicing guides and things like that just because I I feel like when you are in a season of change uncertainty um that can cause some stress and that can cause a lot of self-reflection like oh what am I gonna do how am I gonna get through this me 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 and I found that like through this process thinking about serving others has really given me a new like excitement even though I still have hurdles to overcome like the excitement of of the thought of helping somebody has really gotten me through the last couple months of just like absolutely oh no I'm not this is the first year in in a few years that I'm not gonna be preparing for like a wedding season what am I gonna do and um yeah so I'm really excited about that so What's your book called, Kayla? Yeah. So my book is called Cultivating Your Home-Based Cake Business, A Comprehensive Guide for Beginners. And that is beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Brett. And um, I'm I'm really looking forward to to putting it out in the world and seeing how much it helps other people. (laughs) Absolutely. It's like it's your love letter to like yourself. 
yes. for that little Kayla back then yeah. <laughs> and the other people who stand in, in those shoes. You yeah. seriously, I am excited to read it myself. I know you have so much knowledge to share. I watched you work, work your little tush off to get where you are. <laughs> and you've like done so many amazing things. I've watched you work with these brands and I've watched you build your business. And I know that every baker out there has so much to gain from interacting with you and just the breadcrumbs like that you're leaving for them to follow. It's going to be amazing. And I, I can't wait to, to share it with everyone. So make okay. sure when it comes yeah. out, give me that link yeah. and I'll make sure that everybody knows how to find it. Oh, you are so sweet. And um, yeah. I, I love that so much. And I, I hope that, and again, parallel journey, you just yeah. want to help people. So they're not panicking like we were, <laughs> we're like knocking our knees trying to figure stuff out because like you said even oh in youth thought some of those restrictions are scary and mm -hmm. somebody who maybe isn't um totally aware of those things could be scared away from doing their dream job because they think that yeah. those restrictions are going to hold them back and right totally not the case <laughs> yeah it gets all in your head i mm -hmm. i really i've come to believe that so often, like 99% of the obstacles we think are in our way are actually solvable. And a lot of them are just like in our head. I, I talk to a lot of bakers who don't move forward because they can't think of a name. And I'm like, just call yourself whatever and make up a new name later. Like, yes. or, or because they don't have a logo or the space, the space thing's a hard one that held me back for a long time mm. too. Because I, I lived in apartment after apartment after apartment, so I totally understand when you say apartment life and no space. Like, I lived that for so many years, but I saw, oh my gosh, I saw the the path just unfold, unfold in front of me as, like, God gave those little next steps. And it was like, we moved to the next place, and it had a garage. And then I was like, cool, I can get a second fridge and I'll be able to keep stuff out. And we're like getting ready to move. And the landlady calls and she's like, hey, I realized that the fridge and the house is broken. So I'm going to move that to the garage and you guys can just use that. And then I'll replace the fridge. And I was like, are you kidding me? Are you like that literally just came down from heaven <laughs> into my path. You received just it. gave me the fridge. I you needed. received I was it. <laughs> It was so crazy. I called my husband. I'm like, you're not going to believe what just happened. Like, I just got my second fridge and it's going to be in our garage. And, and I, but looking back, I realized I let, I let so many things restrict me that weren't truly roadblocks. I look back at my old spaces and I'm like, you know what? If I really had wanted to make it work, if I really believed that I could, I would have, I would have like rearranged things. I would have like gotten creative because that's what we are. We're creative people yeah. and it's a perfect chance to like apply your creativity yeah. to find a way to make it work. And I, I've learned that instead of accepting like, okay, this isn't possible right now, no. instead to ask, how could it be possible oh. and explore all of those options and like knock on every door because behind one of those is your next step forward mm. and you're not going to find it unless you just like keep moving and keep grabbing at those little like inspirations that come along and I I I just feel like that's where progress comes it's by trying and and failing I don't believe in failure I it's like trying and learning and trying and learning you are so right. instead of just sitting where you are you are so but, right. Um, you are so, so right. And so, yeah, just starting over, you know, there are always some hurdles. But like you said, there 
even though there are some hurdles, there are even more answers. There are even more resources to overcome those things. So yeah, this year looks like me um, sharing some knowledge that I've learned over the last few years starting a home-based business through my ebook and um, resources. It looks like working with some of my favorite brands again, kind of renewing those contracts and enjoying that. Um, Nurturing my little space of the internet on my blog. Um, A place that's truly your own is always an important um, thing to have, especially in this digital world where your Facebook page can be taken down or, you know, Instagram will glitch out or, you know, so trying to um, nurture that. And um, also attend the events that are out there, even if I'm not actively looking to book wedding cakes. Um, Mm -hmm. Attending the events, meeting the vendors, getting out there, sharing my portfolio, being a name um, that people are thinking of when, um, when they think of cake artists. So you could even like moving immediately and not being ready to like make cakes like you said like it takes some time to kind of still go to the events and still reach out to the people and be included um usually I've already gotten invited to do um some styled shoots and to meet some photographers and so there is always a way if there's a well there's a way yes yes Um, absolutely and like you said like you just get itching you're like ah all the the wedding (laughs) season and see all of the beautiful cakes that are you know um fellow cake creators are making on the internet and you're so happy for them you're like these are just awesome but also internally you're like oh (laughs) i need this oh yes Yes, yes, yes. And, and I, I love that you're still so happy for them because oh, I, yeah. I feel like that's the right mindset to have. Yeah. That allows, that just allows so much goodness to flow through you. Totally. And Kayla, this has been so fun to hear about your journey. I cannot wait to see what unfolds for you. I like, it makes me excited. I feel like there's just going to be these twists and turns that are so fun and they'll just like, take you to places that you never imagined. And I definitely want all the bakers to check you out, to check out the page that you run. So tell us where they can find you and follow along with your journey. Totally. So um, you guys can follow me um, online. My website is almondsandapricots.com. So you can check out some recipes there. Um, You can follow me on Instagram, almonds underscore and underscore apricots. Um, (laughs) And uh, say hi, pop in. And uh, yeah, my ebook, I'm not sure when this podcast will be launching, but um, if my ebook is out, check check out my page and see if it's out. And um, yeah, connect with me. I'd love to say hi. And I'm always here to help. Um, And yeah. So that's where I'm at on the internet, no, on the I, podcast. I, I, I promise this isn't, this isn't this isn't the last time we're going to interact. I I like I'm feeling like me and Kayla are going to do some stuff together. Absolutely. Like she's got so much to give, and yeah. we're just gonna like we're gonna keep cranking out resources for you bakers. Yeah, we're like so, here to help you like for the win. Hearts, I feel like will will just certainly open up. Um, yeah awesome well thank you Kayla so so much for being with us thanks for having me it was such a pleasure yep we'll talk to you later okay sounds good bye-bye